Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, February 11th, 2022. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up, our top stories include truckers add to the disruption of U.S.-Canadian trade, inflation accelerates to a 40-year high, and New York rents jump. Those stories and more. But first, let's get caught up on markets. U.S. equity futures are pointing to a lower open with S&P 500 futures down a half a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are down seven-tenths of a percent, while Dow futures, they're off four-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury is 2%. St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard called for the Fed's benchmark lending rate to hit 1% by July. That would require at least one fifty basis point increase this year. Oil trades at $92 a barrel. The dollar is stronger versus the euro and the Japanese yen and unchanged against the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $43,000, while gold is $1,827 an ounce. In Europe at midday, the Europe stock 600 is down 1%. In Asia, the Shanghai Composite closed down 7 tenths of a percent, while in Hong Kong, the Hang Seng fell a tenth of a percent. Stocks making moves before the bell include Under Armour. The shares are down half a percent, despite reporting profits and sales that beat estimates. Shares of a firm tumbled 10% after its sales forecast came in below Wall Street expectations. It plunged 20% on Thursday. Amazon.com, Netflix, and NVIDIA, they're all lower by at least 1%. Shares of Zillow are up 14% pre-market after reporting record revenue. And shares of Newell Brands are up more than 3% after the consumer goods company, with brands such as Rubbermaid, Sharpie, Elmer's, and Mr. Coffee, reported fourth-quarter profit and revenue that beat expectations while providing a mixed outlook for the current quarter and full year. Coming up, earnings from private equity firm Apollo Global Management, utility company Dominion Energy, and steel producer Cleveland Cliffs. And the University of Michigan's consumer sentiment gauge for February, that's due to be released at 10 a.m. Eastern. Now our top stories. A third border crossing between the U.S. and Canada was blockaded by truckers Thursday, building on the Freedom Convoy movement that has been protesting vaccine mandates and other coronavirus restrictions. The Emerson crossing between Manitoba and North Dakota was shut down in both directions, in addition to the Coots crossing linking the province of Alberta with Montana, as well as the Ambassador Bridge connecting Windsor, Ontario to Detroit. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security said in a bulletin to local and state law enforcement agencies that it has received reports that truckers are planning to, quote, potentially block roads in major metropolitan cities. The agency said the convoy could begin in Southern California as early as this weekend, possibly disrupting traffic around the Super Bowl, which is being played at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, and reach Washington, D.C. in March in time for the State of the Union message. That's according to a copy of Tuesday's bulletin obtained by the Associated Press. U.S. Consumer Price Index rose 7.5% last month compared with January last year. It's the fastest annual pace since 1982, adding pressure on the Federal Reserve to act more aggressively to tame inflation. Data released Thursday by the Bureau of Labor Statistics showed the CPI surging above its previous 40-year high of 7% on an annual basis recorded in December. 
Citibank economists now expect the Federal Reserve to increase the Fed funds rate by 50 basis points in March. And Manhattan rents surged more than 20% in January compared to the same month last year, approaching record highs that were reached just before the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. The median price of an apartment rental in Manhattan was $3,500 last month, according to a new report by real estate appraiser Miller Samuel. The number of listings fell more than 80% in January. In other news, the lengthy backup of container ships waiting to unload in Southern California is shrinking. The number of container ships queuing to enter the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach declined to 78 vessels. That's down from a peak of 109 ships reached a month earlier. The U.S. federal budget in January ran a monthly surplus for the first time since September 2019. Russia's central bank Friday raised its key interest rate to 9.5 from 8.5%. Denmark is in talks to allow U.S. soldiers and military equipment on its soil that would end a decades-long policy that barred foreign troops from its territory. Russian and Belarusian forces conducted joint military exercises in Belarus yesterday. Total Energies is set to launch a $2 billion share buyback and increase interim dividends after higher oil and gas prices helped the company record its most profitable quarter in 18 years. French President Emmanuel Macron yesterday outlined plans to build at least six nuclear reactors in France in the coming decades. Morningstar has removed more than 1,200 funds from its European Sustainable Investment List after an extensive review of their legal documents. Comcast's NBC Universal is finalizing a plan that would change its partnership with Hulu, shifting high-profile programming to its own Peacock streaming platform. Beginning this fall, new episodes of shows such as The Voice, Saturday Night Live, and American Auto would no longer be available on Hulu soon after they air as a result of the plan. Sting is the latest rock star to cash in on his music catalog, cutting a deal to sell it for an estimated quarter billion dollars to Universal Music Group, the world's largest record label. Zendesk came under new pressure over its proposal to buy the parent of web survey company SurveyMonkey, with the company saying it has received a roughly $17 billion bid of its own and a shareholder activist is preparing to launch a proxy fight. Zendesk says it has rejected a takeover proposal from a group of private equity firms it didn't name. Kellogg may raise prices and increase productivity to offset inflation. The cereal maker issued a full-year profit growth outlook that exceeded Wall Street's expectations. Expedia Group said Thursday that the impact of the Omicron variant on travel was not as severe as previous COVID-19 disruptions. Expedia shares rose 5% after hours. Tesla is recalling nearly 600,000 vehicles in the U.S. because a boombox function can play sounds over an external speaker and obscure audible warnings for pedestrians. Mainstream auto brands such as Toyota, Ford, Chevrolet, and Honda are causing drivers fewer problems than luxury cars, largely because they have less technology. That's according to a newly released survey from J.D. Power. The J.D. Power study found that infotainment systems were the single biggest source of problems reported by owners. Built-in voice recognition systems were the single top concern in the study, though issues with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, as well as Bluetooth connectivity, also created large numbers of complaints. Nevada and its casinos have stopped requiring people to wear masks in public on Thursday. 
Twitter reported weaker-than-expected quarterly advertising revenue and user growth Thursday and forecast revenue that was short of Wall Street targets. Twitter also announced a new $4 billion share repurchase program. Warburg Pincus has agreed to buy Informa's Pharmaceuticals data business in a deal valuing the unit at over $2.5 billion. Shares of Yelp fell 2.5% after providing first-quarter guidance that missed consensus forecasts. Cryptocurrency exchange operator Binance Holdings is making a $200 million investment in the publisher of Forbes magazine. Camor's stock fell more than 4% in the extended session Thursday after the chemicals company reported an adjusted profit below expectations. The U.S. State Department reportedly has approved the potential sale of as many as 36 new F-15EX fighter jets and related equipment built by Boeing to Indonesia in a deal valued at about $14 billion. Salesforce.com has signed a multi-year lease to book a 140-room, 75-acre resort in Scotts Valley, California, just 70 miles south of San Francisco. The wellness retreat, known as Trailblazer Ranch, will allow workers to decamp for some corporate training and team bonding. And for the Super Bowl, the National Chicken Council has projected that wing consumption will be in line with last year's numbers at around $1.5 billion on game day but consumers should be prepared to spend more. Compared to this time last year, the retail cost of chicken wings is up an average of 30 cents per pound, despite inventory being up 70% from last year. Nearly 60,000 bees have been stolen from a supermarket chain's headquarters in Pennsylvania. The bees were stolen from the giant company's corporate field on the Harrisburg Pike in Carlisle sometime between January 28th and January 30th. And a month into the national cookie-selling season, Girl Scouts have felt the effects of supply chain problems and inflation. Some troops are grappling with shortages of flavors, from s'mores to samosas, plus price increases, sometimes from 4 to 5 or $6 per box. The bakery that supplies cookies to 75 out of the 111 geographic areas, or councils, where Girl Scouts sell cookies, is experiencing production delays. That's according to the Girl Scouts of the USA. The cookie shortages are undermining fundraising efforts for the regional councils that rely on the sales for roughly 70% of their operating revenue, or about $800 million a year. At 7 a.m., equity futures are pointing to a lower open. S&P 500 futures are down a half a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by seven-tenths of a percent. And Dow futures are off four-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 2%. Oil trades at $92 a barrel. The dollar is stronger against the euro and the Japanese yen and unchanged versus the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $43,000. Gold is $1,827 an ounce. And coming up, Enbridge Dominion Energy both report earnings and the University of Michigan releases its consumer sentiment survey for February. Thanks for listening. Have a successful day and a great weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.